0: What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we are on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie of all time. I am Matt Primo, and today I am here to review Halloween 1978. This is the fourth and final review of Horror in Review Part 2, a series that we've been doing throughout the entire month of October. Now, you're probably looking at the date here, and you're like, hey, Horror interview is supposed to take place in October. Uh, bruh, it's like November. Well, I'm getting over COVID. I actually got COVID on Halloween. And that was the day that I was going to recording recording uh, this episode. And I've been out of the game for, for a couple of weeks. So, apologize for that. But this is the fourth and final review of that review series. Uh, will there be a top 10 scariest horror movies that we had planned? Not 100% sure on that. That's going to have to be a scheduling thing. But I'm going to end it with Halloween 1978. But before I jump into the review, if you like what we're doing here and you want to consider supporting us, go to patreon.com slash twogame. That is the number two. Support us at any of those tiers and you get access to a whole bunch of different content and Patreon exclusives, including our Discord channel. So, please... Go join us there, and come have have a great time with us on our Patreon. Uh, But let's do Halloween 1978. Uh, Fifteen years after murdering his sister on Halloween 1963, Michael Myers escapes from a mental hospital and returns to Haddonfield to kill again. This movie was directed by John Carpenter, who has directed The Fog, Escape from New York, Escape from L.A., The Thing, uh, Big Trouble in Little China, The Ward, uh, this movie had a budget of $325,000, and it grossed worldwide $47.1 million. It stars Donald Pleasance, Jamie Lee Curtis, Tony Moran, and Nancy Kies. It has a runtime of 1 hour and 31 minutes, and it was released worldwide October twenty-seventh, 1978. Originally titled... The babysitter murders and was supposed to take place over several days, but due to the budget, it was changed to one day. And uh, of the female leads, only Jamie Lee Curtis was actually a teen at the time of the, uh, the filming. The story is based on an experience Carpenter had in college, touring a psychiatric hospital. He met a child who stared at him with a look of evil, and it terrified me. And I quote, Uh, It was shot in 20 days in the spring of 1978. Uh, Half of the $300,000 budget was spent on Panavision cameras, and $20,000 was spent on Donald Pleasant's uh, salary for five days' work. Uh, The stabbing sound effect is actually a knife stabbing a watermelon. And the dark lighting comes from necessity because the crew did not have enough money for more lights. So what do I think of Halloween 1978? When Carmen and I did our top 10 uh, best horror movies of all time last year as a part of our Horror in Review Series Part 1, I I got a little cute with it. I got so cute with my top 10. You know, I tried to throw in something to kind of give shock value. And And after we did the episode, I felt so dirty, super dirty because I don't even remember who I I think I gave it to the conjuring was my number one all time favorite or it was the witch. I'm I'm not entirely sure, but after, after we had did that episode, I, I felt super dirty because I did not put Halloween at number one. And I've learned the error of my ways over the last year of doing all these reviews. Halloween is the best horror movie of all time, bar none. Like, it's almost Halloween and then everybody else. Like, there's a big gap in between 1 and 2. That's just how far separated Halloween should be from all the other horror movies that have come before and after it. Is it a perfect movie? No. I think from top to bottom, it is just... I think the only word that you could really use to describe it is just, it's a classic It really is. This is one of the movies, one of the horror movies that I grew up on. Like, I absolutely love the Halloween series. I I love all the movies, for better or for worse. I mean, they're not great movies or even good movies, most of them, but they're entertaining. At the end of the day, they're entertaining. Halloween, the original, did so much, I, I guess, legwork, so much groundwork for slasher films and just horror in general uh that came after it. Like this is just an like, iconic movie that has a place on a pedestal uh in the great pantheon of of horror movies. Like if you watch a horror movie nowadays, you can tie some sort of influence to this original Halloween movie. Some sort of influence. It could be a a shot, it could be a You know, something with a score, it could be a a piece of dialogue, it could be something that was shown in this movie that they just kind of recreated for that movie. Uh, Just so many different things come from Halloween 1978. And I don't think that can be stated enough, honestly. Uh, Because this is just a classic movie, it it really is. But at the end of the day, this is not a perfect movie. Uh, Some of the acting is not that great, some of the dialogue is not that great. Uh, in fact, they do a bunch of—I'm assuming—is dub work. Uh, if if you know for hundred percent on that, uh, please let me know. But at the end of the movie, Jamie Lee Curtis is like like whimpering, or she's like crying, or, or whatever she's doing. But it doesn't sound like it actually comes from like the actual screen. It sounds like a dub, and it's super super annoying to me, and it really takes me out of the movie. Every single time that I watch it, now granted, this movie came out in '78, so of course the dub and the audio is not going to be as great, especially for movies nowadays. I completely understand that, and it's not that I dislike the movie, or it's not like I dislike that portion of the movie. It just kind of it it turns me off a little bit of the movie, and it's just it's annoying. She's like, oh, oh, gosh. It's just like this annoying little dub work that I just... I don't know what they were going for. I don't know if they just didn't like what they originally shot and they got her to come back and do the whimpering again or they didn't like... She wasn't doing that to begin with and they needed some whimpering. I I don't don't know what the case is, but I just do not like the whimpering slash uh, scared crying, whatever she's doing at the very end. That is probably the number one nitpick that I have of the movie. Uh, Another thing is some of the shots go along a little bit too long. Now, one of the things that this movie does very well is it demonstrates claustrophobia very, very well. And this movie is a stalker movie. It, It really is. It's a stalker movie before it's a slasher movie. And they do very, very well with the camera work to kind of give you that feeling that there's someone stalking you throughout the course of the movie. And that's what they're doing with these girls, right? I mean, Michael Myers is stalking these girls throughout the entire movie, which then leads to the final uh, third of the movie when he starts attacking them. Uh, But some of the shots go on a little too long. Like when Michael Myers comes out of the house at the very beginning and he's standing there with with his parents, and it's doing this long, drawn-out shot. And they're just like, Michael, Michael. And they're just standing there. Like, that's all they're doing is just standing there. They see him with a knife in his hand. And they're just like, they don't know what exactly to do. So they just stand there. And they just watch their kid. Like, it's a completely weird scene that I don't know if it's an age thing where, you know, in, in 78, it, it was fine. It was it was. Scary as hell, or if it's just something that just hasn't aged well, or maybe it was just a poor choice. I, I don't know. It just it looks weird and it's not a great scene nowadays. Uh, is it an iconic scene? Yes, but if they just chopped that scene just by a hair and made it a little bit shorter, I think that scene does doesn't look as funny as it does today. And then one of the best things, if probably not the best thing. About the entire movie is that dope, iconic soundtrack slash score. It is so memorable. It is so iconic. I would go so far in saying it is the best all time horror score ever. I, I mean, I I'm I'm not gonna compare it to like off the top of my head. I can't think of any other thing that would that would come close to it. So I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. It's the best. It, it has to be. That when you hear the, that tone, that uh, that that score, that soundtrack, the theme song, uh, you know, you know, stuff's getting down, okay. And they do a, such a great job of putting it in this movie. They don't overuse it. They do such a great job of building tension with the score, and it, the score goes such a long way of making this movie actually feel scary. And while we're on the the topic of scariness. I guess this is the perfect time to kind of talk about it. People will sit here, and this has been kind of the whole thing with our with our series this time. We wanted to find the top 10 scariest movies. And that's kind of what our episode was going to be about, right? Not necessarily the best movies, but the scariest. I mean, what's a horror movie if it's not scary, right? So it's very hard to find a movie that was made years and years and years ago. That is scary now because horror is just so much, it's just so different nowadays that it's hard to find those movies scary. Especially when you've seen them thousands of times, you you know the gist of them, they're just not scary anymore. This has to be one of the scariest movies of all time because you tell me, what is the scariest thing about a horror movie? It's the fact that it can be real. Now, is a supernatural whatever being coming up, uh, a zombie whatnot, is it, are, are those scary? No, those aren't scary. You just like the element of the horror genre in that movie. So zombies are cool, and I, I love that genre. But they're not scary. Slasher films, they they teeter on that that side of being being stupid slash being scary like Friday the 13th or, or Freddy Krueger. Now, Freddy Krueger is a little bit different than Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th is just a straight teen slasher film, and I just don't find that scary at all. Uh, as a kid, I found it scary, but not now. Like, not scary at all. There's no horror, good horror elements in those movies whatsoever. In Freddy Krueger, in Nightmare on Elm Street, yeah, those can be kind of scary because they're dealing with dreams and nightmares, and you tell me it's not scary to have to stay up and to fight trying to to not go to sleep. Yeah, that can get a little scary. But in terms of just the slasher genre, I think this is by far the scariest because it can happen to anyone. And that's what makes a true horror movie scary. And that's what you're kind of looking for in a horror movie is just how scary it can be. I mean, you tell me. What makes this movie scarier? Oh, some dude uh, who drowned in a lake and now there are some teens who want to have sex. They come to the camp and, oh, he's right there and he just kills them because they made fun of him as a kid. That doesn't sound very scary. That sounds kind of stupid. Or do you have this guy who killed his sister as a kid, went to a mental hospital, then years later broke out And he's just, you know, he's just riding down the road and just sees three random chicks. And he's just like, you know what? I want to kill them for no reason. Doesn't matter. He has no rhyme or reason as to why he targets these three girls. He just he just does it because he can. And to me, that is one of the scariest things out there because it can happen to anyone. This could literally be a a story on the news on a random night you know, a uh, gentleman escapes uh, a psychiatric facility and then attacks three girls. I mean, that sounds like, an, like a, a viable headline. And they do such a great job in this movie of showing him from afar, but he's just, like, constantly getting closer to the girls. It's such a weird way, to if you look at it from that perspective of this movie, where... Yeah, he's far away, far away. You don't really see him and uh, you don't really see him up close and towards until the very end. And then he's there, and then he's attacking them. So I just I love how he starts off far away and then eventually over the course of the movie just gets closer and closer and closer, closing in on them, and then uh, he kills them all. So I think just he did such a great job of filming this movie and that to me just makes it one of the best horror movies of all time, and or excuse me, the best horror movie of all time. I don't wanna be here. I don't wanna be cutesy, go ahead and name it number one like it should be. But overall, I, I just absolutely love this movie. I think it is the best horror movie of all time. Is it the scariest movie? No, because we're in the year 2021 and I've seen this movie a thousand times. So no, this movie does not actually scare me nowadays. But back in the day, back when I was growing up and watching this, I would have nightmares. Nightmares because of that music and just that stalker feel that they they somehow got into this movie with the, with the camera work and whatnot. They just did such a great job with the camera work and the music. I think those are the two MVPs of the movie. With the exclusion of that opening shot, which I said, again, needs to cut that because they weren't really even doing anything in there. And it just looks dumb in the year 2021. But that's just me. Overall, I give this movie five stars. I think it is, look, when I say perfect horror movie, it's not a perfect movie, okay? I, I completely understand that. And when you look at this movie and watch this movie, you think to yourself, wow, this is not perfect. But for the most part, it has aged fairly well. It, fairly well for, for being from 1978. Uh, I think it is watchable nowadays whereas a lot of movies back from the 70s and 80s are not watchable because they just don't look good anymore this one because it was it was shot on such a budget such a low budget that it holds up nowadays because you know they had to do everything they could to make it look good and that goes a long way nowadays but as far as a just like how much of an iconic movie it is, how great of a movie it is, how entertaining it is, how scary it can be, just from the horror genre in general, I give this movie five stars. I just think it's the best horror movie of all time, bar none. Now, the weird thing about Halloween 1978 is I actually have a... If you go to Letterboxd, it's a a little app you can download, and you can follow me on there, Primate X. Uh, I actually have a list of my all-time favorite movies, and Halloween is is yes, I, I've named it the number one horror movie of all time, but it's actually not my favorite horror movie. I actually, I think The Witch is probably the my it's probably my favorite horror movie, but Halloween is like right under that in terms of, of favoritism. Uh, but I, I don't think that go. I don't think that takes away from this being number one. Uh, I just think the other movie is just well made, too well made to not be number one uh, with some of the elements and the storylines and the dialogue and whatnot. But this isn't a, a review about The Witch. You can actually go check that out because I reviewed that earlier in the month of October. But highly recommend watching Halloween 1978 if you have not watched it. I don't know how you have gone so far in your life without watching it. One. And then two, I don't know why you listen to this review because you definitely should in this episode, right now, and then go watch it. Point blank, uh, I bought it on Vudu. I want to say it was like seven or eight bucks. Hashtag worth it. Uh, y'all know my thing. Old movies should not be like five, but like five dollars. Okay. Uh, and yes, I do own. I think I own a copy of Halloween. I own a bunch of different Halloweens. I own like the Rob Zombie ones, and then I own some of the the newer ones. I, I love the Halloween series overall. It is just a such a solid series. And they do some quirky and some some funny stuff. But hey, the the series is entertaining and that's all you can ask for. For me, I think this movie is worth eight bucks. You start getting more than that and it's kind of like, guys, come on. Right? This movie is 1978. I mean, this has been out for 40 plus years. Uh, how about we knock that price down a little bit? So eight dollars was probably about as, as much as I would go on that, but that was just to get it digitally. I was hoping to get the uh, the new four K edition, which was like twenty bucks. Uh, but I was like, yeah, I don't know if I can spend twenty bucks on Halloween, nineteen seventy eight. But I didn't. I went up and bought the uh, the digital version instead, uh, and that's the one I recommend. Just just go get it. Like just go check it out uh, if you haven't, and if you do. Love Halloween 1978. This is the perfect time to go buy it and add it to your collection because what is a horror collection if you do not own the best horror movie of all time, Halloween 1978? I Riddle me that. Just riddle me that. Uh, but that's going to be it for Horror in Review Part 2. It was a series. Overall, I enjoyed the series. Uh, I, I ended up watching, I think, 20 some odd horror movies throughout the month. Uh, I kind of fell flat with uh, some some scheduling issues. So I didn't get to watch as many as I wanted to. And then with uh, trying to find some of these movies was a little bit more difficult than I anticipated. uh, But I knocked out a lot of movies that I had never seen before. And that was kind of my goal going into this was to watch movies that I had not seen before. So I did put you know, some of my classics on the back burner, like Deliver Us From Evil, The Strangers, The Conjuring. You know, I put all those on the back burner and didn't get a chance to watch those. But I did go and knock out, like, The Descent, uh, Host, you know, a bunch of movies that I had never seen before. And, and they, they they surprised me. A lot of these movies surprised me with how good they were. Uh, but there were a lot of stinkers as well. But I appreciate y'all joining me for this review. And I will catch y'all next time on another one.